No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventures should be fun, adventures should be rugged, adventures should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. Over the next 10 years, Comcast is committing $1 billion through Project Up to reach tens of millions of people with the opportunities and resources they need to build a world of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at comcast.com slash project up. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. No, I'm just messing around. It's your boy. We back at it. 8-1-100 on point as usual. Let go. Y'all already know what it is. I'm going to say it, but it really I really don't have to say it because you know, as I said, 86 Boxing Podcast brought to you by 86boxing.com. I'm your host, Joshua City. This is episode 386, 86, 86, baby. We on it. Back up in this thing. Crazy weekend in boxing. Crazy. There's a lot of boxing going on. You know, I couldn't even catch it all. I'm pretty sure everyone else couldn't catch every single thing. There's no way we could have watched it all going on at the same time. Man, that's all I had to say. I want to get straight into it. A lot of good things went down. Talking from Friday to that Saturday. Hey, you already know what the hottest things in the streets is right now as far as the boxing world. That man, Loma returned. We'll get straight into that, baby. My number one pound-for-pound fighter. He returned to action on Friday, April 12th. This was a top rank on ESPN card live from the Staples Center in L.A. Shout out to L.A. I must say that it's nice to see that man Loma back in action. You may know him simply as Loma. You may know him as the Matrix or as my spouse donned him, Mr. Swivel Hips himself. Vasil Lomachenko, so he defended his titles at lightweight. He's picked up titles from knocking out the likes of Jorge Linares. He was putting up a defense against none other than Britain's own Anthony Million Dollar Crowla, or Crowla, however you want to say it. Coming in, I thought it would be a decent scrap, and I thought Crowla would last the distance. He'd only been knocked out once in his career. I was wrong, though. Which is the first time I was wrong. It won't be the last time that I'm wrong. Anyway, Loma showed up. He came in, did what he had to do. He has the best footwork in boxing. Crowler never had a chance. He had the opportunity to try and show that he was a beast in there from standing and trading with Loma, but he really couldn't get his feet set to throw a punch. Loma essentially broke him down from round two on. And round one, Loma was essentially filling him out. But basically from round two on, he was ripping right hooks to the body. And they were landing with vengeance. He connected in a major way in the third. Got off crazy combinations to the head and body. Just basically overwhelmed Crowler. Uh, he had Crowler's back against the ropes, blistering him with shots. And then Crowler was held up by the ropes for the most part. His uh, bottom had hit the ropes, and referee Jack Reese extended a technical count. He issued a technical uh, knockdown count. 
because of the fact that the ropes were the only thing holding uh, Corolla up at the time. There was some confusion because Lomachenko, he ran through and jumped on the ring ropes as if he had one. He had his fist pumping, basically a form of relief. And even some of the supervisors from ringside had stepped in. The doctor may have stepped in as well. And then Jack Reese finished his count, the referee there. And he's like, what the hell is going on? And he basically told him to get out. He hadn't stopped the fight. Um, Reese did a good job of restoring order. I think Reese is one of the best in the game. And he's always done a good job when out of the ordinary things came about. And we've seen him do it before. He got hit by Andre Ward and Edwin Rodriguez when they were roughing it up on the inside. He deducted two points from both of them. So he knows how to adapt and overcome. But as soon as uh, Reese got them back together, the bell rang ending round three. But it was pretty much a done deal from there. Round four was essentially the deal sealer, and Loma came out with no regard for Crowley at all. He ended up landing a big right hook, knocked down to the temple as Crowley was bent over in his guard. Crowley fell flat on his face, out, no count, no con- well, it was a little bit of a count, but no contest. He was bleeding from the nose and mouth. I mean, he was just done for. He looked like he didn't know where he was at. And Lomachenko showed once again that he is the man. And there was a bit of controversy after the fight with Andre Ward and his take on Lomachenko getting like concessions as far as him not moving up to 140 pounds. Everyone on the set there viewed Crawford as the number one fighter, but it got a little bit testy, a little bit shifty. Uh, chippy pardon me and it seemed as though Andre was bringing some race into the factor as to why it was a bit uh, why there was concessions or concessions being made for Lomachenko you'll have to see it yourself and excuse me pardon me you'll have to see it yourself and let me know your thoughts on it let me know your take but I felt as though Loma did his thing I don't see any concessions I just think he's a beast of a fighter and we'll see what he does from here. He said he wants to fight Mikey Garcia. So, Mikey Garcia, go back down to 135. I know you made that jump to 147 and got thoroughly outclassed. I think the same will happen to Lomachenko. I always have thought that. I thought that Lomachenko would outbox him. So, we'll see if they actually do face off. Otherwise, Gervonta Davis, move up. Fight Loma. Or Loma will go down to 130. Take that fight. Tell... Floyd to stop holding you back. Let's go ahead and do this thing. I'll move on though. Clarissa Shields versus Christina Hammer. That was the other big fight. Showtime broadcast in Atlantic City, New Jersey at the Boardwalk Hall. All of the female middleweight title championships of the world were on the line. All the major ones. There were major buildup and promotions uh, for this fight as Showtime was looking to put female boxing on the map once again. This was listed as being the biggest fight for females ever I think the argument can certainly be made and I think it delivered to a degree on the Shields front of it because Shields thoroughly dominated and outboxed Hammer. Hammer didn't have a plan B or beyond she's simply a jabbing straight fighter. She was moving laterally on the defensive end but can't punch while moving I don't recall a significant shot landing of any type from her. No hooks, no uppercuts, crosses. Not even her jab really landed, to be honest with you. Um, and not Definitely not significantly. 
Some people, including Showtime, had it 98-92. All three of the judges had it 98-92. I thought it was more in the lines of 190 or 189 if you gave Shields round 8 in 10-8 fashion. But Shields dominated thoroughly. Hammer didn't have an answer. And really, there was a lot of build-up to what ultimately was... No different than a sparring session, likely, for Clarissa Shields. So, she said that she wants to take on Cecilia Brekas at 154. I think that'd be a great fight. Cecilia's getting up there age-wise, and this might be like the swan song fight. If she were to go up to 154 and pull this off, she'd likely be in consideration. Well, she's already in consideration, but she may be regarded as the best female fighter ever if she were to go up and pull this off. So, make that happen, baby. I want to see it. Anyway, moving on. You already know. Gilberto Ramirez, he fought on that Lomachico undercard on Friday the 12th. This was his move up to light heavyweight, and he is a huge 175-pounder. If you saw the fight, you'll see what I'm talking about. He was taking on Tommy Carpensi, who came in with a black eye. Literally, he had a black eye prior to the fight. And that was a sign that things probably weren't going to work out for him. But anyway, Carpinski is a decent C-plus level fighter. He beat a faded, or maybe not so faded, Chad Dawson some years back. 2014 is when it was. Depends on what you thought of Dawson at the time, but that was a decent win for Carpinski. He's been with a lot of good guys. Uh, and Carpinski basically retired on his stool in the fourth round. He mentioned that his ribs are broken, or at least that's how he felt at that particular time. I haven't verified at the time of this recording whether or not that was actually the case, but it doesn't matter. Gilberto looked sharp. He didn't have, but he didn't really have much trouble. I think it was a pretty fairly easy fight for him, to be honest with you. But I think he'll be a great addition to the mix at light heavyweight, and I want to see him lock it up with some of those guys. One of the fights that I really want to see him take on is Marcus Brown. I don't know if there's anything that would be impeding that pathway, but I'm sure Brown wants that title shot. But that would be a good one. Two big, light heavyweights. I'm telling you, Gilberto, he was probably holding himself back by draining himself to get down to 168. But he is a huge, light heavyweight. He even at times looked like he could possibly be a cruiserweight. That may not be out of the realm of possibility. He's just a huge guy. But it ended up being a thorough win for him. I like Gilberto. I've seen him live in Arizona when he took on Jesse Hart the first time. And I thought it was a damn good fight. And Gilberto showed his worth. And I think he's going to be definitely one of the top guys at 175. I still favor B. Bold to rule, rule the division. But welcome. Welcome, welcome. Now, there were two other cars, The Zone and The Fox. They had a broadcast. I haven't caught those. I've caught little pieces of them, but not the main event. I know there was controversy with Jaime Munguia and his win over Hogan. I want to say Dennis Hogan, uh, a guy out of Ireland. But a lot of people on social media, in the media, thought that Munguia lost and was gifted a decision in Monterey, Mexico. I will check it out. Viva Mexico. I will check it out and let you know what I thought. I just haven't seen it yet. Same with the Fox broadcast, but in that regard, I did see... The head clash between Quillen and Truox, they were supposed to, uh, they, well, they were locking it up. It was the first round head clash and a nasty cut on Truox. 
and that ended up being stopped. There's a no contest after the first round. I also saw this knockout from this young cat. I think he's 19 years old. Money Powell the fourth. He had this crazy KO. Look it up. Money Powell the fourth KO. Money Powell KO. That should pull it up for you. But he has a nice personality. I think he's gonna. He's got star potential. He's looking for that Pizza Hut sponsorship. So Pizza Hut, give him what he wants. Come on, Pizza Hut, stop tripping. Y'all need somebody to stand behind you, and back you up. Money Powell four, MP four. Woo! I'm up out of here, man. I gotta go ahead and lay it down, all that good stuff. Whatever, whenever, however you're listening, just know that you are appreciated. Again, 86 everything, 86 boxing, 86boxing.com, 86 the Facebook page, 86 uh, at 86 boxing on Twitter. You already know. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventure should be fun, adventure should be rugged, adventure should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. Now more than ever, people are focused on getting and staying healthy. Much more than primary care. PartnerMD provides affordable, individualized concierge care to help you make the most of your health without all the hassles of traditional health care. With highly trained physicians, medically advanced testing, and virtually no waiting, PartnerMD is better health care for an even better you. Visit PartnerMD.com to learn more.